Hello and welcome to the Just For Gamers video game podcast. Episode 174. It ticks all the boxes. In this week's episode, we kick things off early. What the hell? JFG Ash goes mobile. Loves trains. JFG Alex is looking for a career in F1. There's news on racing games. And finally, this summer drought, right? In it. I know, right? Hello and welcome to the JFG Podcast. This is episode 174. My name is Alex and I'm joined, as ever, by my very good friend Ash. And what what time do you call this, Mr. Schley? This what is time? what you call early doors, my friend. Early, indeed. It's, uh, it's quarter to seven. Yeah, it's, we're, uh, we're getting the job done right now. I thought, you know, I haven't got work today and you clearly haven't got work today. And uh, he knows. I mean, I don't need an excuse to start drinking earlier in the day, but I thought this is probably a good one. <laughs> well, I, I can respect and appreciate that, buddy, and it also means that uh, I'll, I'll have time to play games later. Yeah, is- I'm looking forward to playing some games. I don't know what we're going to play yet. We'll, we'll probably discuss that through this podcast about video games. Well, that's the topic this week, actually. I haven't mentioned it for some time. It's, it's been a while. It's- it has been a little while. Mm. I'm feeling those lighters. This is the real motherfucking deal, yo. Oh, yeah. This is a, a video game podcast. So just to let you know, we'll now proceed to talk for about 10, 15 minutes about things that aren't video games. Well, obviously. So, yeah, had the day off today, buddy. Um, took, what uh, have you been up to, B? Also, I've only got one child this week instead of three, which has been lovely. Um, shipped two of them off to the grandparents. Because you know, I was going to say, are they okay? Yeah, no, I just lost them. Just, <laughs> just got rid of them. Don't know where they went. They walked out the door one day, didn't come back. I was like, oh well, could always make some more, I guess. In it, but yeah. one probably won't now though. Now that I understand <laughs> what having children is like, yeah, probably won't. I mean, do this it is the, this is a perfect anymore. example of why you shouldn't have more. You've got you've got shot or two of them, and you seem all the happier oh, for it. It's amazing. <laughs> like only. <laughs> I, every other night, I don't have to put a child to bed. It, it's fantastic. Having one child is just a piece of piss. You're like, fucking... I don't understand how people can complain with one child. Yep. Cheaper, too. Like, exactly. I mean, that is the main fact. Yeah. Means that I can spend more money on myself, which which I've been doing. Well, not on actual stuff, just on food. Been going out, eating more. Like, went to the pub, went to some fucking... What's it? Garden centre. Had... Had a brunch there today. That was nice. Had some Mackie D's the other day. I'm just oh. like I'm. I'm going crazy right now because I've got all this, all this spare time and only one child to care for. It's great. You should set up a website where you uh, rate the uh, eateries that you go to, buddy. I don't think anyone's ever done that before. No, it's never been done. Maybe I'll write some reviews done. or something. You know, just four second videos. You're just sitting in there, go, and you just go, shite. Yeah. Or it's good. It's getting that nice. sort of thing. Hot takes. Hot nice. takes. You know. Yeah, I like yeah. it. Um, I don't know where I was going. Yeah, today haven't done a lot. Uh, went to see some houses to rent. Uh, it's fucking 
Uh, I, I'm bored of houses now, anyway. Uh, yesterday, though, went to London and back in a day. Well, that's more than doable, but not particularly pleasant. It was loads of fun because uh, I love trains. You love trains. I do is love it, trains. It's, it's the thing I know about you most, buddy. Mm. If someone was to say, uh, what do you know about Ash? I yeah. would immediately, there wouldn't even be a second's pause. I'd just go, he loves trains. He loves trains. loves trains. This guy loves trains. It's a fact. Yeah. I love trains. I was on that train for, I don't know, I went on various trains because it wasn't like going to London. I had to go to London and then like near Plumstead. There you go. That's okay. a place. It's a funny it's name, isn't it, if you think it about is. it? Went past uh, the Millwall Stadium. Oh, it's a delightful part of the world, that. Yeah, and then Charlton. Yeah, lovely. nice, yeah. I yeah. remember, you know, times where I've been to both of those, those stadiums. Horrible like, well, abominations. Yeah, they <laughs> yeah. were good times. Um, one of my favourite ones was at Charlton, because uh, uh, the opposite, I was with watching Birmingham City with my dad, obviously, and the other fans were just, they weren't singing or saying anything. This Bromley gets up next to me and like, can you hear me over there? And then, obviously, no response, because they couldn't. There you go. Yeah. That's en- how that went down. Enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah. Never forget. <laughs> <laughs> There's a pointless story for you. Yeah, but being on that train gave me some time to take the Switch out. On its debut outing. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, like, yeah, you're actually using yeah. it in the wild. Yeah, and uh, I'll talk about that in a bit, yeah. It's fucking sweet, buddy. But that was that was good, overall, on the whole. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so you've got that to look forward to. Um, yeah. Lovely. So, apart from that, buddy, standard stuff, working, drinking, that's about it, playing Destiny, obviously. <laughs> that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> that's my life oh, mate. No. that's my life oh, lovely yeah, it's a great one uh, how's your week been buddy of unemployment still I'm guessing you're still unemployed I don't know currently yeah I'm currently still unemployed I've uh, been applying to jobs so it, it probably isn't going to last which is, Damn it. is both what you want to happen and also what you don't wow so uh, swings yeah. around a booze buddy it, Gibbons B trying to just enjoy it as I can um, because it, it'll be very much missed when I have employment and uh, a way to support myself financially. Carpe again. diem, buddy. Seize the day. YOLO. YOLOs. <laughs> I like Rolos. Yeah. So in a, in a certain sort of uh, YOLO-ish nihilism, um, the, the funk came down at the weekend, buddy. Nice. Um, and I have to say, um, it's difficult to describe the day we had... Um, I don't know. I don't know what to say, really. It was. Um, it started well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it ended poorly. Um, although it depends. I mean, some of us can't remember how it ended, but um, I found that setting out a pub crawl list beforehand that made geographical sense yeah. meant meant that there'd be a good chance that we'd be able to retrace our steps. Also, if one of us died on the journey, we could probably pin down the pubs we were between at the time. Nice. And therefore, probably track down our corpse and, and you know, make peace yeah. in that respect. So, yeah, we, 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 we went on a a 13-point pub crawl, taking in um, at least a pint in each. Uh, 
<laughs> and a couple of G&Ts on the way through to the Pantiles. Obviously. Um, culminating in um, a trip to the, the only sports pub in the town. Uh, the Funk, I don't believe he remembers this. We went to Cassidy's, ordered a couple of hop houses, and we were sitting on their sofas watching women's hockey on Eurosport nice. at two in the morning. Um, and then after that, and I believe that this might have been my decision, buddy, uh, I decided that the night wasn't over. Um, so, <laughs> so After the 2 a.m. So, women's yeah. hockey. Yeah. So we went okay. to a club. Uh, in uh, wow. uptown, um, and that was just us standing in a club surrounded by a load of people who hadn't been drinking since one, uh, and were therefore kind of in control of themselves. Uh, Funk just couldn't get it out of his head that he wanted a sprite. He was just so he was just really gained. He was like, I just, I just, if I could just get a sprite, and I was like. No, buddy, there's no, there's no Sprite. They do shipyard in here. It's like, just, just a Sprite. just want a Sprite, really. Um, Did he ever get we, that Sprite? He never got the Sprite. Oh, um, no. But I did. Uh, we went down past Royal Grill on the way home, buddy, and, and finished things off with a quarter pounder and chips, uh, which I found remnants of in my bed and down myself <laughs> when I woke up on Sunday. Yes, buddy. Um, there you go. Well um, played. What followed, buddy, was uh, some sort of 48-hour hangover. Oh, I mean, it's a beauty. This is the first drink I've had since uh, about half three on Saturday, uh, on Sunday morning. <laughs> um, the time hasn't felt right until now. This is this is going okay. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was... It was... <laughs> it was quite... Yeah. Two day hangovers, they're, they're the thing these <laughs> days. Oh man, like, yeah, because I don't, I don't heavily drink anymore. Like, no. I drink really regularly, but not a great deal. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I never have more than four beers, like, ever. Basically, if I go out for a night out, I'd have yeah. maybe, maybe four pints, maybe five at a push. Ooh. Certainly not what I think was like 14 at no. a couple of like gins as well. Yeah, um, that's gonna do the just, job on you. Just fucked me over, and I was like smoking like a chimney as well. I got through a whole pack of twenty fats as well. (laughs) That is bad. (coughs) Bad news bears me. It was the sort of night that you should really only have once or twice a year. Yeah. Um, Some would argue never. I would argue once or twice a year. Definitely Um, has to be done. You know. So we'll see how next weekend goes. Yeah, I was going to say, we'll be meeting up and, yeah, getting absolutely twatted. In like three days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll have had enough time to recover by Obviously, then. Obviously, yeah. So basically, 48-hour hangover and no employment has meant that I've had the chance to play a lot of games, um, which I'll obviously talk about shortly. Um, I really genuinely have nothing else to report. <laughs> uh, I've been cooking some nice food. Did a lovely uh, king prawn and uh, scallop gratin last night, buddy, Ooh. which uh, was a bit fancy. As a thank you to the missus for tolerating my 48-hour hangover, which involved lots of things like her going out and buying me some Pringles and some... Uh, actually, Funk was was meeting up with his missus and they were going around town. He didn't want to do that, obviously. He wanted to curl up in a ball and fucking die. <laughs> obviously. But when, when he came back to bring the like visitor's pass back for the car... Um, he brought me a little care package of, of like Pringles and donuts, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> really tidied me over for on, your uh, troubles, on Sunday. <laughs> Gibbons. So yeah, 
so yeah, oh, it was it was fantastic and terrible in equal measure. And I'm looking forward to this this weekend's uh, shunt reunion, buddy. So nice. uh, yeah, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be real good. So as I mentioned, uh, I'm I'm having a bit of a drink. I'm on the Estrella, buddy, because uh, Ooh, in nice. two weeks' time I'm heading off to Barcelona for a few oh. nights. So that's going to be pretty cheeky. Lovely. Um, what are you drinking, B? It's on the Green King IPA. It's cheap and cheerful, and it gets the job done. Well, it doesn't really get the job done, but you know, I can just drink it and feel fine the next day. <laughs> I think that there's something to be said for that. Yeah, half the battle is 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 yeah. <sighs> On fucking Sunday, I went to the pub for dinner. I ended up having like three pints of brew dog while I was there, so I was already shit faced. And then I got home, had a couple of cans of Green King, and then I think it was like four bottles of San Miguel. And oh, Monday was a bad day. I find that San Miguel quite evil. I'm not sure why. It doesn't. It doesn't have like a bitey taste. I I, I, d- I didn't buy it, buddy. I I got given it for teaching my son's football team. One of the mums were like, "Here, here's some beers for you. Your troubles." Nice. I'm like, "Thanks." Yeah, I it, love it, it. That beer does not go down smooth for me. I must say. Oh, I, I was far too drunk by the time I was drinking it to care. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was a culmination effect, perhaps, yeah. But luckily enough, uh, I wasn't the drunkest member of our fire team on Sunday. Just, uh, yeah, Mac, was uh, he was on fire. He's a special boy. (laughs) That sounds fun. Oh, mate, it was so funny. It was absolutely hilarious. It was brilliant. Such a good time. Anyway, that's my week, buddy. Drinking. And that's my week, buddy. <laughs> we'll probably go and talk about what we've been playing, I'd imagine. Gibbons. So there's the be- various uh, sirens and uh, motorcycle engines and sports car engines, especially of Tunbridge Wells, provides a beautiful background hum to proceedings. That's what we need. Right seems now. to have got fucking hot again. Yeah, I know, right? We had a nice <sighs> weekend where it just rained a lot. It was it was like twenty one and and yeah windy here. It was great. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. It was good for walking around drinking. I have to say, mm. um, pleasant. It'd been like thirty five. I'm not sure how you'd be dead. Well, that would have gone. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, what have you been playing this week, buddy? Do you want to get the ball rolling? Yep. So obviously, Destiny Two has come round again this week. It seems to be sticking around for some reason. Don't know why. Uh, I got my Whisper of the Worm, the big old sniper rifle. I got that this weekend, which I was very happy about. Uh, John Boy and Trophy helped me get through that. Uh, Trophy is the Irish guy. He's uh, and that's the one that should have dropped before and didn't. Oh and yeah, no, you yeah. got it. Okay. Yeah, now I'm happy about that. So we've unlocked the heroic event for that, and there's like some exotic ship blueprint that you can get and stuff like that. So I'm looking forward to grinding that out as well. Good times. Uh, we finished the Eater of Worlds uh, raid lair. Um, not on Sunday, uh, but on Monday. Um, Mac was uh, occupied on Monday night, uh, unfortunately, so he didn't make it on. So I had to call in uh, some other dad uh, from the Discord, and uh, I'm trying to think of his name now. NK Wizzy or something. I think it was. Um, came in and like he'd already done it we'd already got to like the final stage like the boss battle so we all loaded in we had a big old chat about how we we're gonna do it and yeah we smashed it in about like four or five goes so yeah we've we've got that one done so there's only one more raid layer to go and that's uh something of 
spire i don't know i don't know but it's meant to be the worst one which is a bit of a bummer but yeah cool that we got that done uh gonna give it another go uh probably this weekend uh on the sunday night when i'm incredibly hungover from this weekend's proceedings looking forward to that um yeah moments of triumph have started in destiny 2 so this is like the end of year bits and bombs where you you can pick up all like these massive bounties um i've completed a hell of a lot of them already throughout the year there's just a few more for me to get and you get like super special super nice armor and then you can there's even more grinding with the armor as well it sounds terrible but i love it um (laughs) so like um when you start off in destiny 2 you start off with like uh you get pretty much killed you lose your ghost and you're wearing this armor that's all fucking torn and shitty if you can remember that Vaguely. Yeah, vaguely. Anyway, yeah. Uh, where well, you get kicked off the spaceship and you land on Earth. And, yeah, it's all fucked up. So it's that armor. And then as you rank it up, um, it turns into this uber super special armor, which uh, is pretty cool. And they, they've brought back neon glowy stuff now as well, which is also uh, good. I remember that from yeah. the uh, the tower. Yep. Indeed. And, yeah, the final thing is uh, these moments of triumph, they come from the four-week event that's going on now, which is the Solstice of Heroes. Uh, it's a big old celebration of the end of f- the first year of Destiny 2. Uh, so, obviously, the tower's all fucking crazy. But one th- one nice thing they've done with that is um, they've grabbed, I think, five story missions. And they've kind of, I think it's called Redux, that they've, the, the word that they've used for it. Uh, and they've kind of, like, remixed them in a way so uh, they're a hell of a lot harder and... There's all different bosses and shit all about it. So it's, yeah, it's fun being able to do some of the old missions again, which is pretty cool. Uh, There have been, well, there's always been meditations, which is where you get to go back and do missions. Uh, But they're just the normal missions. I don't know. It's a bit more of a challenge, really, which is kind of cool. So, yeah. Fair play. Uh, Next four weeks of Destiny is uh, grinding the fuck out of that shit, really. Uh, Which I'm looking forward to. It's going to be good. Cool, man. And then, yeah, then I think the new patch drops where loads of shit changes, like uh, the weapons uh, and I think being able to play strikes on their own instead of having to go in a playlist. I don't know if that is in the next one, but if not, it'll be like the week after when the DLC drops. Which is... Yeah, so there's, there's some destiny for you, buddy. Uh, I know you love it. Yeah, cheers, buddy. Yeah, no worries. Uh, so, uh, yeah, like I said earlier, uh, I was on a train uh, and playing some Switch. Uh, I also was sitting on the sofa uh, the other day playing some Switch. Um, and a game that I've managed to chuck about five hours into this week is Golf Story. Uh, it's a game yeah, you're that I really mentioned. excited about this, yeah. weren't you? It's like it, it's a cartoony 2D, like eight, six, or 16-bit, I'd say, um, top-down golf game. And uh, so, like your classic like SNES golf games, where it's like looking above, it's the cl- uh, you you got like the three click system, you know, go, power, stop, and then press it again for accuracy, and then you know you've got wind, and also there's like a dial for like what kind of ter- not terrain. Well, obviously it tells you what terrain you're on, but you know what kind of slope you're on, and it tells you what slope you're hitting onto, which is kind right. of cool. So what the which green is, is... That's quite cool for a sort of top-downy kind of yeah, game, isn't they, it, to have I, I feel like little mechanics. Yeah, like, they've added those things that are in, like, 
Tiger Woods or whatever that have been yeah. for a while. But obviously you can see that because it's a 3D environment, but you know, they've tried to include all that in this this top-down 2D thing. So yeah, um, there's it's the main thing of this is a story mode. Um, so it starts off as you're a kid with your dad and he's teaching you to play golf. I'm like, ah, good times, I remember this. And then suddenly it like flash-forwards you to an adult. You quit your job, you leave your like girlfriend and you're like i'm gonna be a golf pro like i wanted to when i was a kid i'm like yeah fucking sweet let's do this and then <laughs> uh, obviously uh you start out in like the shithole golf club and you have to prove yourself and and yeah it, it's cool because it, there's like little stories that go on so um for instance like the, the beginning of it is uh you go up to the coach you're like i want to be coached and he's like fuck you I don't know who you are, and you have to pay for it as well. Give me some money. Uh, so, yeah, you have to go off and do various little different things. Like, obviously, to start off with, you learn how to, like, chip the ball, putt the ball, drive the ball, like, different bends, how to put backspin, topspin on the ball and stuff like that. Through that, you earn a bit of money. Then um, he's uh, you're like, yeah, I've got some money. Uh, he's like, I don't care anyway. Uh, so you beat all of his, like students in like different mini games or in like a uh, a four hole game or golf and then yeah it progresses like that and then you get to go to like different golf courses and play in tournaments but obviously as you go to the different golf courses like there's all kinds of other like little tasks to do it's like a golf rpg I was going to say, it's, so is this yeah. presented like a like a Pokemon game, like or a, like an early Zelda with the sort of top down wandering about sort of thing. Yeah, pretty much. Um, okay. uh, not to those like RPG elements though, because like it's it's quite straightforward what you have to do. It's not like oh, I've got to collect a hundred of whatever or whatever is kind of things. It's just go talk to a dude. He's like do this and you're like okay yeah cool I can do that and you'll go off and do it and you come back and he's like yeah sweet here's some money and some XP and then there'd be something else to do and then when you've done everything like uh, the second area which I'm in uh, I think I'm just about to complete that area is um, like a, a prehistoric themed golf course <laughs> and like all the people there are like cavemen and cave women. it's weird I'm like I dig it I see what's going on here weird shit I'm all into it. It so, sounds cool. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird. Yeah, th- there was a mission where like uh, like an archaeologist like he's like oh, I need to do some digging. So um, I got like a pitching wedge that was like had extra dig on it or something. And I was like, <laughs> will this do? It's not quite a shovel. And he was like, yeah, that'll do. And you have to go and like dig up the fairway and stuff. Like it's it's yeah, it's different and interesting and. I don't know. It's nice and easy. It's perfect for the Switch, you know. Yeah, it's sounds that it. kind of game. Very cool. Um, so yeah, Golf Story. It's it's fun. I'm going to keep playing it a bit more and see how far I get with it. Um, the other game that I chucked a couple of hours into was uh, Mario Rabbids Kingdom thing. You know, XCOM Mario XCOM that game. And how is that? That looks cool as well. Yeah, I couldn't get into it. I don't know. I really I forced myself like three times now to play this game like because I want to play it because I like XCOM it's nice I like Mario that's nice so together it should be like double nice you know yeah but I, I, I don't know maybe because it's so basic to start off with I'm like okay yeah I, I get what we're doing I've I've got to go through all of these bits and bobs and there's so much text as well to get through I'm like I 
can't be asked reading any of this kind of thing. I don't know. Uh, I feel like if it was a bit more, more action, less text about wah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm going to carry on because I, I know I'm going to enjoy this game. I just feel like like the first two hours have been like fucking boring. And do you think that that's a mixture of the fact that you are fairly familiar with XCOM? You've played I like think a fair few so. hours, and also the fact that they're having to cover all the bases for like yeah, five because obviously this is for people. Well. Like uh, the majority of people that will get this game will not know about XCOM and that kind of play style or that gameplay. Yeah. So I I understand it, but I mean, fuck that doesn't make me. it any less annoying. No, or like <laughs> yeah. you, you know, cut down the dialogue. A bit because it's just forever going on about some bollocks that I don't care about. I mean, it's not going to have a great story, really, at all. Um, maybe it does. I don't know. I'm not paying attention to so. it. I mean, because I just want to play it for what it is. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to persevere with it a bit more. Um, if if like if it really doesn't grab me in the next couple of hours, then fuck that game. Oh, well, I think by that point, you'd have certainly given it a fair go. I mean, yeah, it's, it's I think just sometimes so. the case, you just keep yeah. bouncing off games. And, and it's suddenly... such a shame because, like, I feel like I'd love that kind of game. But I don't know. Maybe not. Who knows? Mm, not me won't. yet. Yeah, Gibbons. So, yeah, buddy, there's uh, there's a few games that I've been playing. I can't think of any else that I really want to talk about. Um, nope. I'm good. Nice, so, B. Yeah, cheers, buddy. Uh, what what you been playing this week, buddy? Some more... God of War. You've been getting getting you stuck into that, have you? Uh, an insane amount of God of War. Oh, how? Oh, okay. First things first. Because uh, last time you were on about the combat being a bit annoying. Not annoying, but you know, I can't be asked to learn all of this combat. Yeah. How's uh, that and, gone? And now, obviously, I've well, I have completed the story of God of oh, War. Okay, cool. So, I mean, on Sunday. Um, Funk disappeared off with his missus at about half twelve, uh, and I was still playing that game at half twelve. The next half twelve. Oh my god! So, like that's a twelve-hour stint. That's crazy. It's a twelve-hour stint. You are known for War. this, though. I've got previous. It's true. Um, <laughs> I get I get properly into a game. I get completely obsessed with it, and I rinse it dry. Um, and then Milk one the day, tea, no matter whether I finished it or not. And this this happened with L.A. Noire as well, by the way. I'm 95% through L.A. Noire. Yeah. And I kept playing it every fucking day for hours and hours. And then one day, I just didn't want to load that shit up. And I know I probably never will again. Yeah. And that's just me. I don't know. It's 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 a bit strange, but that's kind of how I operate. Um, God of War is absolutely brilliant. It is an exceptional video game. It's comfortably the best game to come out this year so far. Yep, um, And something's going to have to go a very long way to top it. Um, <clears throat> there's just so much. There's just so much. Uh, addressing your question about the uh, the special moves... Yeah, the combat. Uh, I, I still... This this is the first of two games this week where I'm going to talk about the, the, the combat mechanics. Um, and... You don't need to learn all that shit to have a good time to progress through the game to be good at the game. Yeah, um, you can develop your style based on a niche of the sort of whole circle of elements um, that you have the options to to use. And I have yet to come across a situation where um, 
I'm failing it because I'm not utilizing everything he can do. Um, so I might, I would you say that's a positive? Here. I'd say it's a massive positive. Yeah. Basically, what I'm saying here is I'm using about a sixth of all of the things that he can u- he can do, and I've upgraded them to the hilt. But if you didn't want to play it like I'm playing it, and let's face it, you probably don't if you're a hack and slasher, because I'm not one, so God knows what I'm fucking doing. I mean, I'm playing it like The Witcher, really, where I'm kind of lots of sidesteps, rolls and parries. That's how um, I was doing it, buddy. going in with, like, all guns blazing and then just spamming square to get him to keep shooting these arrows, the kid, all the time. Yeah, um, do it. I don't know if everyone plays it the same way, but basically what I'm saying is you can play it however you want, um, which is really, really cool. Um, Did you use any of the, like, the time manipulation stuff at all? Uh, I used the slowdown occasionally, but I found that um, there's a different rune you can use where you put like a giant circle down on the floor, and whenever you're fighting within that circle, enemies can't um, do that sort of ultimate attack that you can't block, and they oh, also yeah. can't block you either. So nice. it's like a little, little Goldilocks zone of, of absolute battery. Um, so that's kind of what I was using a fair old bit. Um, also, I've got this kind of company of wolves thing that holds square down. Um, and it shoots a load of like lightning wolves at them and that, and they just yeah. Fuck I them think all that's up. the one I ended up using on that. The lightning arrows are in- incredibly powerful because if they get critical hits on enemies, then they chain to other enemies, so you can kind of incapacitate a whole crowd at once while you're slowly like beavering away at them. But um, yeah, like <clears throat> stepping back out of like the the really like minute detail. Um, the, the the story is really interesting and uh, brilliantly acted and, and very clever. Um, <clears throat> I, I just wanted more, really. I was I was happy enough with the way that the story ended. I also knew that there was all this sort of post-game content because you get to the end of the story and uh, there's several worlds that you haven't even visited yet. But it turns out that those are almost like different game modes in the Ooh. post-game. Um, so you've got one world where it's kind of like a, a horde mode type thing and there's sort yeah. of um, six six different tiers of it and there's maybe three challenges at each tier and that's literally like um, kill 100 enemies, survive for five minutes, that sort of thing. Um, there's another world and this is the one that's kind of kind of piqued my interest the most and I've been kind of putting my time into since I finished off the story. Um, it's this... It's it's like a little brothel world, diagonal sort of uh, diamond maze of of like maybe six different rooms. There's little sort of traps between each one, like big smashing wall traps or saw blades and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole world is like um, covered in this mist, so you can only stay in there for a certain amount of time before you is that die. Scotch mist. It's, I can't even remember what it's called, but it's the equivalent of Scotch Mist. Um, <laughs> you go in there and you, and it's, it's basically a roguelike. So it's this, okay. it's like, it's like another game. Yeah. Um, you collect these mist, um, embers or some, I can't even remember what they're called, which is ridiculous because I've probably done 10 hours of it. But anyway, <laughs> um, you collect these mist parts for killing enemies in there. You, you kill the enemies. Once you clear the enemies, then some chests open up. You can take the stuff out of there, but you've got to get the fuck out of dodge before the bar at the top runs out the and you basically suffocate. Yeah. Um, nice. Once you exit, you keep everything that you, you took. 
Uh, and next time you go back in there, the whole thing resets. Now, that includes the different traps in different areas, the different enemies in different areas. Wow, cool. Um, and then in the not middle, a fan of roguelikes, but I'd do it on this game. It works on this game. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan either. Um, and then in the middle, you've got um, like a a big open field where there's no mist. So you can also go... So you either run out the, the way you came in or into this middle platform. Both ways you go, you will retain anything that you've taken already, even if you die. But you just got to get out of that mist, basically. And then there's all these uh, chests up there, and you need a different amount of these mist embers to open each chest. Now, you might need, like, 10,000 of them, and that's going to okay. take, I don't know, maybe 15 runs going in, yeah. killing shit, getting out with as much stuff as you can. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. it's risk-reward in that the further you go in, the bigger the enemies, the bigger the rewards, but you might die and lose literally everything you've done on that run um, and then there's just like 10 different things to unlock in this central area so it's just about ranking up um, but you've also got one of the dwarves at the entrance and he'll make you armor which is resistant to the mist so you can slowly and surely uh, okay, improve level all of your up. stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. so that you can so you stay can in there longer and, and longer stuff. and longer it, nice. It's it's very very cool. That's progression, but the whole thing's after the story <laughs> is finished. You know, after you've put thirty hours into this thing, you've still got this, which is literally yeah. like a different game. Um, and with these combat mechanics and all the different enemies that you've met, it's it's just like a sort of greatest hits of of, of it. It's, it's very <laughs> very cool. I really like it. Nice. Um, and that's before you even talk about the fact that it opens up like 10 bosses to to take down after the story finishes. Like there's just so much content here and it's it's all quite unique. Like it's it's all kind of different from what you would maybe be doing in the main campaign, but there's yeah, also I was gonna say, some exploration. Like, because obviously you, you think you look at God of War you think right, single player campaign off I go, get it done. And now yeah. you're saying, that's done, but there's still a fuckload to do. There's so much to do. I mean, it, it also does a great job of uh, of telling you what you've got in terms of collectibles and what you need to get. So when you're retracing your steps back through areas you've been before, you can see whether you've cleared that area or not. And I really like that because it's so annoying if you are going after a platinum, for example, and you need to find all of these, you know, fucking ravens and you can't uh, because you don't know where you've yeah. been and where you haven't, you know, and you end up going, you know, people... Who have even more time than I do going through game guides, fucking, uh, you know, trying to track down, uh, I don't know, maybe pigeons in a city, buddy, you know, that sort of thing. Oh, so, yeah, uh, like you do. So, yeah, it's um, it's, it's a fucking great game. Uh, I really like it. I didn't think I would like it like I do um, because I wasn't convinced by the, the combat. I wasn't sure that it was something I was going to be able to get into. Uh, I was completely wrong about that. Uh, there's also a good smattering of climbing and puzzles and storytelling um, and all of the the mechanics that go into kind of putting the whole thing together. For, for example, every time you get in the boat, then you get a, a story told to you. Um, yeah, And then when cool. you jump out of the boat, it's like, oh, I'll pick this up when we come back or whatever. It's all very yeah. natural, very well-crafted. Yeah. I think I said last week that this is like a Rolls-Royce of a game, and, and I, that is exactly what it is. It is just... Every, everything triple a gets a bad rap as as a term for a big budget game this is everything you want from a triple a title it, it ticks all of the boxes it does everything brilliantly um and I, I i couldn't recommend it any more than that it's fucking fantastic so god knows how many hours i've played since i finished the story i'm nowhere near done because i've got the uh 
all the collecting to do, which I may or may not do all of that, but certainly the uh, the, the roguelike gauntlet part of it is something that I will complete. I will get all the way through because it's really compelling and fun to sort of test your skills. Um, nice. The bosses as well, and dragons to free. Like, yeah, it, it's fucking cool. So, yeah, there you go. <coughs> Pardon me. That's God of War. Uh, very, very briefly, uh, because I don't think many people would be interested in this, I've been playing uh, F1 2017 uh, with my no I think the career. same amount of people will be interested in this as they are Destiny 2, buddy. So fucking fill your boots, son. <laughs> this just, is a I'm, game that you are absolutely loving right now. So I, um, get on with it. Get it uh, fucking talk about it. I can't stop playing this F1 game. Since we turned the assists off and realised that we weren't playing the game properly before, um, I am completely obsessive with it, to the point as I've got a little notebook of lap times. Like That's how obsessive I've got about this game now. Um, <laughs> I've got the practice sessions where you have to sort of tick all the boxes, you get uh, research and development points that you can then spend to upgrade the car, but that's like... When I first started doing that, I was thinking, this is such a huge research and development. Like, this is a huge, like, tree of, of uh, progression. How do you do this, like, throughout a season? You don't get enough stuff? The answer is you don't. You do it through multiple seasons. The It, it carries over. So this is what? this has become like a multi multi seasoned thing now. Multi layered. I, I just never thought I would put the time in. And the reason that I've got into this is because I am not currently working. I was going to say it's because you've got soon, time. Yeah, as soon as I'm working again, I won't I won't play this. Yeah, career yeah, mode obviously. Yeah. Um, because I'm spending over an hour on each race. Like oh, you, wow! You do the practice sessions. There's three of them. Uh, you've got maybe six or seven things that you need to do, different challenges, and you can do them across the three sessions. Uh, they're not particularly easy to do because, uh, well, I've got the difficulty up and the assists off, and the weather on dynamic. So it's um it's a good challenge. Then I've got my qualifying session. Um, and then you've got your full race, and I'm doing 25% races. So by the time I come away from each circuit, I'll have done maybe 15 laps of the race, something like that as an average. I'll have done a minimum of 15, 20 laps of practicing, and I'll have done maybe three laps of quali as well. So by the end of, of, of a, a race weekend, I'll have probably done 45, 50 laps of a circuit. And that's, get, that's dedication. I'm getting quite good at these circuits now. Um, and then on top of that, you've got invitational events where you can race the old cars and there's like overtake challenges or literal like outrun-esque um, checkpoint races uh, in, in like the old Renault and the old Ferraris of, of days gone by. Um, yeah, absolutely balls deep. Uh, I'm halfway through the season. I've done 10 races. Um, nice. So... Uh, yeah, it's just, it's just fantastic. If you like racing games, um, there was an article on Eurogamer this week where they basically said um, they keep iterating on this F1 franchise, Codemasters, and this is the basically the best career mode in racing games across all platforms at the moment. Uh, yeah. They're absolutely right about that. If you want sort of in-depth, if you're a little simi-wanker like me... Um, <laughs> You can't beat this. It's it's got a little bit of everything for you, and um, once you start mastering driving in full wet conditions with all of the assists turned off, 
it just feels so much like it's you doing it. It's like 90% you doing it and 10% yeah. the game rather than what it used to be like when we played it where it was sort of like squirt and go. So, yeah. F1, buddy. Fucking, oh, it's so good. It's he so good. a bit of it. <laughs> Gibbons. <laughs> Got lots of racing news this week as well. Um, so you're welcome or apologies depending on where you stand. News that. is news, buddy. <laughs> Gibbons. Uh, quickly then, uh, Tearaway Unfolded. I've been playing a little bit of that this week because the missus has was picked it? it back up again. I was going to say that was a PS Plus game quite a while ago, wasn't it? Quite some time ago, yeah. It was uh, the PS Plus. It was the PS4 version of Tearaway, uh, which yeah. remains the best game on the Vita. And um, Indeed. It's. I still don't think it's quite the same on the console, but it's, no, it's pretty... No, I, I didn't find that. Like When I played, um, played it on the Vita, I was like, wow. This is because you know it used the Vita. It used everything apart uh, that the Vita had to offer. Yeah, it was, was like cool. it was designed for it, and it just worked. And the perfectly. fact that you know I could cut dicks out of bits of paper, and then they'd just start falling from the sky. I yep. mean, that's a good game in my eyes. Draw a cock and stick it on the head of a squirrel, like a crown. There you go. That's his new hat. He wears <laughs> that are. for life. There you go, the king of the woods. <laughs> Fucking, you know the score. Cockhead. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, and then you, you transfer that to yeah, the DualShock 4 controller, and I I don't know, it didn't grab me in such of the same way. Maybe because I'd played it already on the Vita? I don't know. I think but, so. I, th- I think uh, it was a pretty solid port, um, but I just think once you've played the thing as designed, then this was never really going to stand up. Um, and I still kind of feel that way. Uh, she's been kind of working through it. It's, it's basically her favourite game ever, Tearaway. She must have completed it five times um, with all the collectibles as well. Um, mm. But yeah, this isn't quite as good, but it's still a great game and um, worth digging out your library if you picked it up on PS Plus at the time and kind of forgot about it. It's it's good, solid game. Yeah, man. Cool. Uh, talking of PS Plus, uh, obviously we're heading into... Um, the next selection of PS Plus titles, and they haven't been announced just yet because it's next Tuesday. They were supposed to be announced today. Um, has that happened? I'm just doing a little search. Yes, it has. Yay! We'll save that for later. We certainly will. Um... Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, sure. Um, (laughs) Right, so last month's PS Plus titles included this one, buddy, and that was Absolver, which is, uh, well, I didn't really know what it was. I'd seen some videos of people playing it, but I didn't really know exactly what it was. Uh, And I've been playing Absolver. I probably played an hour and a half of Absolver, which I would argue is enough time to make an opinion. uh, Definitely. I don't like this. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> There's lots of reasons why I don't like this. Um, one of them is that it is it is actually a fighting game rather than anything else. Um, this is like Street Fighter rather than uh, God of War, for example. Um, it's a lot of f- finickety, niggly combat. Um, blocking it just the right time. You've got multiple stances as well. This was something I didn't really quite realise. But this is this is like a third person. It it, it looks like a third person sort of adventure game. Um, but the idea is that you're using sort of kind of martial arts, uh, and you're kind of coming up to people in the world. You can um, 
lock onto them and then you're kind of kiting around them with your guard up trying to get sort of shots in and, and defeat them uh, the added twist here is that the game is entirely online if you want it to be so as you go through the uh, seemingly single player world there are these sort of hubs and zones uh, and you can bump into other players who as i discovered will immediately batter you to death with incredibly high level gear that you yet to have access to so that's yes. really nice. that's really nice when you come out of the tutorial zone into the very first world and you're met by someone wearing what I could only describe as RoboCop armor and a fucking sword and they just one hit you and you respawn and they one hit you and you respawn and they one hit you just as you're trying to like learn how the game works. So that's great. Um, <laughs> it runs like assholes as well. Um, there's a really weird frame drop stutter thing going on here where you'll be running through an area and it seems to be losing a frame, but it does it every sort of second or half a second. So it's just this almost perfect movement and then every half a second it just sort of stutters just a tiny, tiny bit, which is not ideal when you're playing a game that requires patience, timing, blocking, you know... Uh, that sort of anyway i'm gonna stop talking about it i i don't like it at all uh i think i think it's a pile of shit um and i also think it was very unfortunate to be something that i played the week that i properly got into god of war uh as well so that will we'll, happen we'll leave it there uh so finally from me buddy uh unbeknownst to you i have won the game of buying games what? Um I bought this. I bought this game today. I've wanted it for ages. It was on okay. the store for nine quid. So I'll send it to your nine. console. Oh, nine uh, pounds. If you want to have a go. Okay. Um, I've replaced it with a voucher already. But um yeah, it's That's crazy. It's uh have you heard of it, The Long Dark? Uh survival game? Yeah. This is yes. a this is a, a nice survive, old style, isn't it? Survive the uh, the desolate wastelands of Canada in the woods yes. in the snow. Um, this was a game that got funding from the Canadian government uh, because they liked it so much. There's um, a running theme there. Um, that's pretty cool. Anyway, it's uh, it's a hardcore survival game, so um, it tries to sort of recreate um, everything. Um, it's it's also episodic in that there are. Uh, there's a story-based chapter mode, and then you've got a sort of survival mode as well, where you can kind of go open world and uh, and do whatever you want. Um, first thing to say about it is the uh, the, the, the it's it, it's a story mode. Uh, I'm, I, it needn't be, as far as I'm concerned. I just wanted a survival game, uh, yeah. And the script is shite, and the acting is shite. So yes. I, I just turned off the, uh, the I just turned off the voice completely. Um, because you're literally walking around this camp, and I understand it. It's it's the tutorial mission. They want to make sure everyone knows what page they're on. But you're literally walking around. You've got your meter at the bottom that says that you're you're like starving, and you've got actual fucking voice lines of a dude going, "Man, I'm starving like that." Man, just, I'm, I'm so. I need to find right something now. to eat. And just even like, need a dick. Fuck off. Like, just fuck off. This is ruining it. Because the art style is kind of Firewatchy. That was what drew me to it. It looks yeah, like Firewatch yeah. in the snow. Um, 
in terms of the mechanics of it, it's about the the gameplay mechanics rather than the story. So that's how it differs from Firewatch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but it's very clever. You know, you you collect sticks and shit on the floor all the time. You um you temperature meters going down once that hits zero then your health meter starts going down you got to build your fire and then you can sort of sit next to it and get the heat up you got to cook meat it, all, all the survival stuff uh, which i've kind of had a bit of a penchant for recently um but it's very nicely done here the uh, the, the menu system is very intuitive uh, you've got a, a decent wheel of options. You can kind of get to stuff quickly, which is important because you could die very quickly. Um, stuff like, you know, you light a fire and it tells you how long it's going to last. And each time you add more fuel, it tells you how much longer it's going to last, how long it takes for meat to cook. There's lots of sort of menus and systems to manage here. And the wildlife, because they've gone for realism, you, you know, if you if you bump into a wolf, it's not going to just run at you and fucking murder you instantly. If you, yeah. if you skirt around it, stay away from it wolves in the wild don't generally see human fucking charge at human and enter into a battle to the death because (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't make any sense you know that an animal would risk its life just to batter you yeah Um, obviously especially if it's eating a carcass already like why would it fucking do that fucking eating yeah Yeah, you bump into ten of them then yeah you might be having a bit of a problem yeah a bit of a pack like it, but yeah, the the story's kind of you, you've been in a plane crash. You're stuck in the mountains. You're trying to escape. On the back of it, there's some sort of underlying apocalyptic event. Uh, it seems to me like a like an EMP Zombies. event or something, rather than oh, okay. uh, an enemy one. So maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe all the power's gone or, or whatever. Like that shit uh, show that was on a little while ago. Uh, Re- was it called Revolution or something like that? Anyway. Um, Really promising. It's, it's single player only. It's the sort of game you can just get stuck into for a couple of hours. Um, I really like it. It's doesn't run perfectly. I must say, like there's some there's some stuttering and stuff here, depending on what you're looking at. Um, but all in all, the systems work very well, and so I kind of forgive that for the mood that it creates. Really sort of nice foreboding sort of strings and stuff in the background and uh the weather effects are excellent as well it it does a real good job here so um yeah it's cool man and uh, you've got it now as well so uh, send send it over and you can have a go (laughs) yeah man definitely fucking nine pounds man that that's just the thing like when like because there's there's been some good sales recently and that that's the time to pick up these types of games where you like yeah, I've kind of wanted to play this. Like, I'll chuck nine quid at it. Why not? Fuck it. Exactly. And, you know, as we'll get on to later, um, it's been quite the drought. So now's the time to delve into the back catalogue because, you yeah, know, exactly. certainly the PlayStation, there's there's all manner of stuff in there, little trinkets There's to a find. lot of games. Yeah. And, uh, and that's like a big old, you know, 60% off this game at the moment. So worth delving in. But, yeah. I've been talking for far too long about what I've been playing, although that is nice. kind of the point of things, so perhaps it's not. what we do. Uh, we should probably move on, buddy, unless you've got anything else. No, I'm good, buddy. Sweet. Now it's time for the news. The news. The news. The news. The news. Number one. Number Wang. Uh, number Wang. Uh, this is relatively new news, as in I did the news section earlier and uh, this one hadn't popped up yet. 
Um, this is a story, um, and Eurogamer kind of drew my attention to this, although I did see this newspaper in uh, Sainsbury's yesterday. I, I don't did know if think you, saw... you were going to bust into the intro of Prince of Belair. Just <laughs> this, this is a story, is a story all about how uh, the Daily Mirror is trying to sell papers <laughs> by yeah. writing a load of fucking guff and putting oh, it on the yeah. front page of their newspaper. This news is a beauty. Um, fucking so amazing. This shared the front page with uh, a story about Danny Dyer's daughter, Danny Dyer, from Love Island. Um, so that's fine. Um, the story was uh, <laughs> Teens Video Game Hell, and the headline was Fortnite Made Me a Suicidal Drug Addict. Yeah, it did. That game really made me do the drugs and wanted to kill myself. I mean, possibly. Could happen. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but doubt it was the game. Just saying. Could be the kid or the kid's parents to blame. Maybe. Here. Maybe. Uh, could, could be. Um, but I don't know for Pro- sure. Probably. I mean, various quotes from this. Um, Dad saves his son 17 from death plunge after he gets hooked on an online craze. Um, his dad had to physically stop him from jumping to his death. Uh, Fortnite made me a suicidal, thieving, lying drug addict. I was taking speed so I'd stay awake and play all night, but then I started needing more. <laughs> Course. I was exhausted doing all nighters, so my mate said I should try playing with amphetamines. I've always been yeah, anti I've always been anti drugs, but all I wanted to do was play the game and this seemed like the only way. Yeah, it was. Anyway, long story short, um this <laughs> fuckwit um <laughs> apparently is using Fortnite as an a reason to uh explain away his various failures and drug addictions yeah um, yeah well done that guy uh, this is a story that it About was front page news in this country <laughs> on one of the biggest papers in the country um it's it's already not only being completely lambasted on twitter by various people but also other mainstream media outlets uh, have been mm. shitting on this thing Love um it. and it's been somewhat undermined, and uh, this is fucking great shit from uh, from Eurogamer, uh, courtesy of uh, Chris Bratt, who we've kind of followed for years because he used to be a yeah, video gamer. Video gaming, yeah. That was like our main news source for some time. Um, so this is the author of this exclusive article is this guy, Matthew Barber. Um, and Chris Bratt jumps onto Twitter to explain uh, this. And I'm just going to read this because it basically tells the whole story. Um Uh, Let me tell you a story about Matthew Barber, the journalist that wrote this Mirror article about Fortnite. Two years ago, when Pokemon Go was the game of the moment, he sent a blanket email via a response source asking for anyone to describe its potential negative effects in exchange for £100. He even suggested a few problems they might like to talk about. (laughs) So so this guy guy is just baiting. Um, Yeah. So he basically wrote a story. Chris Pratt wrote a story and sent it in. Pokemon Go is ruining my marriage. And then wrote, like, <laughs> the most stupid fucking tale ever. Yeah. He wrote, he wrote like, he, he genuinely tried to make it ridiculous on purpose. For example, he quotes the line, The betrayal hung in the air like a Pokeball that had been thrown just as the servers crashed. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> 
And then he he rang up and asked for like a an interview over the phone. He he said that he knew that it had been embellished and that it was a load of bollocks and that it didn't matter and he'd ride it anyway. <laughs> so, <What a> guy. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, apparently, eventually the story broke down because he wanted to get a quote from the, the woman involved in the story um, for it to be really juicy. Maybe we should have split up. Uh, and he lost his nerve at that stage and, and bailed out of it. So, yeah, um, that's not the, the only other example. This guy, he was offering cash for stories before... Uh, in trade magazines, um, just a complete fucking piece of work, asshole, essentially, who can't be trusted in any way, shape, or form, uh, and therefore probably absolutely perfect for the front of, uh, of one of our tabloid newspapers. But uh, I, I just it, what amazes me, buddy, is is the fact that we're still talking about uh, like video games having negative oh, effects like, as a form of media that fucking... like ruins lives and, and, and yeah, so on. Yeah, definitely, yeah. After all and, this time, uh, I, re- but... I remember this when I was fucking eight or nine years old playing like Sega, that there were these stories about kids who, oh, you know, it's ruining, Mario's ruining his life. and, and Oh, yeah, man. It's just incredible. Like, David d- James blaming Wipeout for being shit. <laughs> he did do that. Not the that. game being shit. He did. He blamed he did. the fact that he was playing too much Wipeout. That's why he was shit. Ah, David James. Calamity. Fucking ridiculous. Yeah. So I'll end this with uh, with <laughs> with this one. Case uh, another one from the same dude. Um, an email sent by response source on behalf of him to a PR agency. From the 8th of June, working on a story for the Sunday Mirror, wants urgently to speak to a family whose child has become addicted to Fortnite. Uh, we need this to be as strong as possible. The case study can be anonymous and we can pay a £300 fee. We can also fully credit any clinic or therapist. So, <laughs> so, so yeah, slow news, so why not make your own? Pay for it as well. Um, well, there's a tweet from uh, this guy, Ryan Brown. He says he's a games writer for The Mirror. And he he came out and said, I'd just like to confirm that this is complete bollocks. I wish they'd confirm with us before printing this. There's no point in having games coverage if we're going to run stuff like this in print. So even their own people are like, this is fucking retarded. <laughs> and all it serves to do is uh, to remind people that you should get your gaming news elsewhere. For example... The JFG podcast. JFG podcast, like you do you already, like obviously. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, ridiculous. Had to, had to be mentioned. We'll move on. Number two. Uh, Onrush developer Evolution Studios says post-launch content won't be affected by the layoffs of its studio. Uh, it also says to expect a big order August update, including, uh, and I quote, something a lot of you have been asking for. A cheaper price point. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's dropped. It's dropped down to thirty-five already on the store, which is Still what it should have launched at. Yeah, um, at the very most. Uh, what do you think this is going to be? Uh, the way I see it, it's either going to be a PC version because some people still want to play this game on PC. Yeah, sure, maybe. Or um, actual racing. Racing. As in a, a mode, I think it will be an actual racing mode. A mode where I you mean, can come first. <laughs> I, I think that that's going to be it. I hope it is that. And, because, you know, you just go back to, like, the motor storm ways. Like, why not just make that? Make that a mode in your game. Don't I mean, you think, like... Racing. The conversations that they must have had 
they, they must have thought about it. It's it's a fucking racing game. It's literally yeah. a racing game. Like, Is it, uh, the cars going fast, yeah, round the track. Just, I just honestly, I, I don't really understand why you wouldn't include a mode where there's positions in a racing I game. I, I don't, yeah. I don't understand. Um, I don't know. I would assume that it would be that. I mean, it's worth noting, and I think someone mentioned this on the article I was looking at in the in the comments. If there is a big update in August, so close to the original launch of the game, to to have got that through uh, PlayStation and and Microsoft um, in terms of of getting it vetted and up on the store in time, they probably would have had to have submitted that before all of the layoffs anyway, which is probably one of the reasons why it's not yeah, going to be more affected than likely, by yeah. it. Um, yeah, but either way, uh, we'll keep you posted on that. Uh, <laughs> that game had something for me. It, it, it just. It, it was different, buddy. They they were trying something and uh, it just didn't catch on or wasn't the right timing for the release of it. And a mixture I, of things. I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it, it just didn't go well for them, unfortunately, again. No. Well, we, we keep you posted on that. Um, we'll move on from now. Uh, NVIDIA is giving away Kingston 120GB SSDs with its new range of graphics cards. Uh, that's the sort of second tier budget range of new graphics cards so the 1050s and the 1060s um uh, a 4 gigabyte 1060 has set you back about 250 pounds at this point and should be more than capable of running basically anything in 1080p uh, yeah. at, at around sort of 50 60 frames per second something like that um and you, I, s- I still feel that's way too much money for that it, it's expensive that these cards are insane um but obviously with the 120 gig ssd i mean what's that worth these days 40 quid 50 quid if- if that maybe I, it's, I don't know Kingston's a good make I guess though isn't it so yeah, yeah 50 yeah. quid maybe 40 so yeah, yeah I mean if you're building um, a, yeah if you're a building a rig, machine then, then yeah you know it's probably good to go for obviously the new range of cards um, the the 1170 and the 1180 are the, are the these yeah. are the rumoured names of um, of these cards that are allegedly arriving in the autumn um, but obviously those will cost roughly the price of a fucking castle so I don't really know how viable that is for anyone <laughs> at this point I mean that 1180 you know with decent like cash it's going to be it's going to be a grand isn't it do you not think yeah yeah it's going to be they're, they're rumoured to be more expensive than um yeah, the 1080s and 1080Ti's when they came out. So yeah, you're talking, talking up to a grand. Okay. <laughs> Just for a graphics card. For a graphics yeah. card that would be obsolete after, what, three years? Four yep. years? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it used to, PC, PC rigs used to be relatively pricey to build versus consoles. And by that, I mean, you probably had to spend, I, I would say a grand, uh, as opposed yeah. to a console for sort of 350, 400. Um, but even the, like the the top of the line cards when I was building rigs were three fifty, like three eighty, like at a push, like basically yeah. the price of a console. The the new cards are the price of three or four consoles it's before you have even got it? your processor or your board or your fucking anything. It's I don't know, man. And I've been looking at like the the ten sixties uh, a fair bit because like really like you want like a ten seventy because. You know, like you're not spending like stupid amounts of money, but you're still going to get a good bang for your buck. You know, you can run like 2K games, like pretty, not like the games from 2K, like Borderlands or whatever. Like, game, you can run games at like um, 2K resolution or whatever, uh, and that they'll run like at really good frame rates on uh, on like ultra settings and stuff like that. But 
I don't know. Uh, like I, I, I've been thinking about the whole like 4K revolution and stuff like that, and um, and I, I just, I, I think that I'm gonna stick with like 1080. Just fuck it. Like for for at least the next like three years. I don't know because I don't even think that the new consoles, whenever they come out, like 2020 or whatever, that they're gonna be able to run 4K that well. You know. I mean, I, it, I don't it, know. This is just how I'm thinking at the moment. It depends what these Ryzen chips do. Um, yeah, that's true. I mean, they, they could be absolutely fucking amazing, but I'm not holding my breath on that. I mean, what we want is 4K60. Yes, um, that is what I want. We've said that I from mean, the start. I'd rather have 2K60 than 4K30 every single yeah, day of the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or I'd rather have 1080p60 than 4K30. Yeah, I'd go so far as to say that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway, that, that just thinking out loud no it makes sense it makes sense it's um so yeah uh, where i was gonna go with is i don't think i'm gonna buy a 4k tv anytime soon uh for me i think i did mention that a while ago i don't know yeah you did Um, like uh maybe sort of 10 10 12 episodes ago you were kind of umming and ahhing and working out what you were going to spend your money on um get a big ultra wide monitor mate that's what i'm doing yeah well it just that that better suits the the different gameplay that you do it suits your life more than just forking yeah. out on a 4k telly and then what what you yeah. gonna do with it kind of thing exactly so, makes sense buddy makes sense yeah, anyway I'm I'm looking forward to seeing those uh, those new cards when they come out just just for the sheer yeah. processing power I mean, what, what they're capable of that could of. completely change what i'm thinking because obviously like whenever I do fucking move and settle down into some new magic house that doesn't probably exist anymore. Um, yeah, I'm going to start chucking some money at my PC again, I think. Because uh, I've been buying like little peripherals. Like I said, I bought a new mouse. I've got like a new keyboard like uh, Christmas time. I've got my, like, my new headset now. Uh, and I'm sitting at my desk a lot more playing games a bit on the PlayStation or, you know, I've been playing a bit of PC. But yeah, I'd, I'd like to get like a, a, a fucking decent-ish graphics card in there and then chuck some mouse on PC again. Because I, I do miss it, like mouse and keyboard. It's good fun. Um, I mean, presumably it's touch and go at this point based on the age of your rig, uh, whether whether or not you'd need to go the full whack and yeah, reprocess like, I, I've, and do everything. I've, I've been looking at it and not really. Like, um, the thing that's really letting me down is my graphics card because that's, like, fucking, like, six years old now. And yeah. Even though it can run, like, it, it can run... Destiny 2 on at 60 frames per second on like medium settings at 1080p, which I think is not bad for a fucking six-year-old graphics card. Yeah, but that, the that, PS4 that, Pro can't do 60 frames a second for that. That's game. true, but I mean, Destiny 2 is an example of a game that uses the previous game's engine basically to the letter. So that's true. It's not taxing so it in a way that newer a new games, game. yeah, probably yeah. shit in the bed. But yeah, no, there's all different websites where you can go. You put all your details of your PC in, like can my rig run this and luckily when i got it like the um the i think it's like an i5 uh i can't remember what numbers it was some numbers after the i5 anyway um yeah it seems to still have a nice bit of stank in it and also you know you can always upgrade everything else you've still got the graphics card for the next rig you build if that's yeah exactly so So, yeah i mean for the next one i'd obviously have to get like a new motherboard and build up from scratch because of like i've think i've still got ddr3 ram uh in mind so obviously ddr4's out now and yeah well you got gddr5 as well well yeah you got that as well talking about six i mean 
I think the 1080 Ti's have, have been out a fair old few years now. Like they have actually yeah, lasted a, a lot longer so. than than most cars well, I mean, used to. Yeah, so. they they've lasted longer, but obviously because of like the fucking mining Crypto situation, <laughs> like that's why these things just have not come down in price. And Given. it's a fucker. But anyway, that's a good rant. I like I, it. I enjoyed it. It was pretty pretty tasty. I had a nice time. Oh, yeah. We'll move on for now uh, on to boring things about racing games. You're welcome. Um, Sweet. The latest Gran Turismo Sport update is now live. It adds uh, a new track with three different layouts. That's kind of their thing. They add like a new, almost like a zone, and then there's configurations that they add. Uh, several new cars, including bafflingly the uh, 2008 Mercedes F1 car. Uh, 2008, 2018, I think. Uh, I'm pretty sure that was 2018, but it might be 2008. <laughs> 2008. I mean, I don't believe they'll. Ten-year-old car. Was there a Mercedes in 2008? I don't think there was. Um, Not the guy to ask, buddy. No idea. Pretty sure there wasn't in 08. Um, <laughs> and if there was, then it was very, very early in their team career or whatever. Anyway, um, the update also adds microtransactions. Yes! Uh, all the cars that cost more than 2 million in-game credits, uh, and that tends to be two or three cars per uh, manufacturer on, on the map, uh, can yeah. now be bought for uh, well between fifty p and two pounds. So per car, per car. Um, so these are credits that you buy for money and then spend the credits on the car. It's it's, it's a second currency basically. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I get you. So, um, there's no really? loot crates or anything. Um, no. And two million in-game credits is not insurmountable. I mean, the game's been functioning fine for over a year with. We, you know, they haven't. It's not like they've put the price up of those cars that they've added the microtransactions for. Uh, it's still a, an odd thing to do at this point because, yeah, from what I can make <clears> out, <throat> you, you make all your microtransaction money when a game first launches. Yeah, um, and then you take it out. You take it out, and a funny thing to do this week, of course, because uh, loot boxes are being removed from Forza Seven. Uh, as are the second currency microtransactions. Uh, so the the game is old. They've made their money from it, I suppose. Um, but the the loot crates in Forza Seven they were all set up for monetization. In that it looked for all the world like they were going to have uh, microtransactions in the game, um, sell loot crates for money, or so on. Um, but that proved so unpopular with the Forza community that Microsoft never did it. So these weird loot crates that make fuck all sense and have never been monetized have just been sitting in Forza Seven for the entirety of its of its existence, uh, and Turn Ten have finally taken them out completely, which apparently was not an easy thing to do. But that's their fucking fault, i.e., Microsoft's fucking, fucking fault. Shouldn't have um, done it in the first place. And it is worth mentioning, I would say, that as well as not having any fucking decent first party games at Microsoft. Every single first-party Microsoft game that's come out on the Xbox One since the launch of that console has been littered with loot crates, microtransactions, second, third currencies. Like that, that doesn't get mentioned enough. Like they haven't just been not releasing enough games. They don't just have a shortage of first-party studios. But the games yeah. that they have been launching, they've been under the surface, fucking raping from the inside. Um, I love it. It's a bit weird. Anyway, uh, they're being removed, and the game tokens, uh, which I think started out in Forza 6, where that was where Turn 10 came out and, and said, oh, it's for people who haven't got time to... you know." And there were cars on there that you'd have to 
you'd have to grind race after race for for sort of 50 hours to unlock a car and so on uh, all those game tokens have now been removed um, and they will not feature in uh, any future Forza games or Forza Horizon games. So, yeah, there you go. Baby steps. Sure. Fuck it completely and then try <laughs> and claim some form of weird modicum of credit for yeah. fixing the thing and putting it back to the way that it should have been in the hey first guys, place. Hey, guys, we did it. Well done. Well done. We Fucking did it, guys. Great stuff. Um, Check it out. In other racing news, uh, Codemasters have been talking about F1 2018. Uh, it sounds very much to me like it is an update, an iteration, a FIFA, if you will, rather than like a brand new thing. Um, the only Where mechanical does that put thing, your stance on it? Uh, it puts it into... Uh, a, a, and this has kind of been factored in because of the fact that friend of the podcast, Paul, has now picked up the latest game and I'm having so much Givens. fun with it. Um, I really don't don't feel any need to pick this up at launch now. Um, I love it. Uh, it'll drop down into a sale. I'd be willing to pay thirty thirty five pounds for it. Thirty five um, quid. I'm and happy. That will happen by October anyway. At which point yep. we'll probably pick it up. Um, yeah. So they've done some remodeling on the handling and the suspensions and stuff. And and normally it is better. It's just not like mega mega better. Um, Obviously, it'll have two new tracks, but that's just because uh, they have the official F1 license and they're racing two tracks they, they this year that they didn't last do time. It. Yeah, so, so you've got the French Grand Prix that. and the German Grand Prix, neither of which featured last season. Uh, so Circuit Paul Ricard and Hockenheim will be uh, in there. Um, they're touting a major career update, but in all of the interviews they've been talking about this game, they've been saying it's basically... Um, dialogue trees, so media and 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 press conferences and so on, with 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 dialogue trees of like pick your answer, and then was that it a- in the Tocker race car driver, yeah, race that driver, was quite a big thing, and that was yeah. a great thing, like it was really cool, yeah, but, it was. But at the same time, I think F one at this stage, like I'm not sure that the big F one fans really see that as a major update. I'm not sure they give a fuck about that at all. No, of course um, they don't, because they just want to race cars. Yeah, I don't care about yeah. that at all. Um, no. But it changes the way the How team much of a Belen can you. you be? Yeah, you can. You can be like Maximum a Maximum Um I just don't think <laughs> anyone loves... Can you do donuts after winning the race to <laughs> add more There was a video points. of Daniel Ricciardo doing donuts in the video game, so I'd imagine that you can. Yes, um, I hope so. It would be Celebrate. easier to understand them focusing on that if the game engine that Cody's used for the F1 game could handle human beings. I don't know if you... <laughs> there is some minor interaction with humans in the current game. So when you, um, you've you got an agent who is this woman, or this generic British Emma woman, and then you've got a dude who's like your race engineer guy, um, and he comes to you and says whether you've fitted like new research and development parts to the engine and so on. And they look like android nightmares. Um, Love it. And uh, the idea... I mean, I've seen some footage of this thing in action. It looks a little bit better, but it still doesn't look good. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. Not a lot to get excited about, really. They've made some career mode tweaks. Uh, It looks slightly better. Uh, The biggest graphical improvement is that they've added some uh, sort of changeable weather effects, like uh, you get the sort of um, humidity, you know, where you get the reflection off the tarmac when it's really hot. Um, sort of haze and fogging and stuff that wasn't in the latest game but the way that the current game 
can, can sometimes chug and they're using the same fucking engine for this one, that, that almost worries me more than anything. Like the way that Project Cars run when you've got a grid of 30, 30 cars in the rain. That's a good example of why maybe you want to race in the dry sometimes, uh, buddy. Maybe. Maybe. So, yeah, uh, that's F1. Uh, and finally, in terms of racing news, buddy, Assetto Corsa, it's nice and quick, uh, Assetto Corsa Competizione has an early access release date on PC of the 12th of September. The game will initially launch with fuck all of anything. Um, so this game is launching in early access uh, and with one track, the Nürburgring Grand Prix circuit, and one car, the uh, GT3 Lamborghini Huracan. Uh, Sign me up. With new content being added monthly <laughs> until the game is ready to come out of early access and launch properly. Um, i got no issue with this. People know what they're getting. Um, yeah, exactly. There's no release date for the console versions yet because there's no release date for the actual versions yet. But uh, it's worth noting, as someone who owns the first one on PS4, um, the console porting skills are rough when it comes to Assetto Corsa, so uh, I wouldn't hold your breath. But this is one of the most popular sim racing games in the world, on PC at least. This is this is the go-to for a lot of people. Um, yeah. And it's going to be interesting to see. So yeah, there's my racing stuff. Um, I'm nearly there. <laughs> Uh, EA's rebranding Origin Access. Uh, currently, you can, uh, if you're a member of Origin Access, you pay £20 a year. Um, that will now become basic membership. Nothing will change, though. You're not going to lose anything. Um, it's just going to be called basic because they're adding a new tier called the Premier Tier. Uh, that will be launching at £15 a month, aka 90 quid a year. Um, How does that work out? So the basic members will get... Um, well, there's a there's a small discount if you pay for the uh, the annual. Oh, okay, yeah. If you buy a year, just like every other service, yeah. you buy a, so, a year outright. Yeah, okay. Gotcha. Um, so, uh, basic members get all the stuff they already had, access to EA's Game Vault, uh, ten hour previews mm-hmm. of up to five days before new games launch. Uh, yeah. But but premier members get all of that as well. But also, rather than ten hour previews, they get the games. So anything new that EA brings out. Uh, you immediately unlocked uh, for unlimited play, Damn. all new releases. Uh, so basically, X- Xbox Game Pass, but Origin on PC. So it's not on consoles then? It's not on consoles. It, it never has been with Origin. I don't think Microsoft yeah. would allow it, and neither would Sony because they <laughs> want a monopoly over those platforms yeah, themselves. Yeah, obviously. Makes uh, sense. But if you're a PC gamer who buys FIFA every year and, and you know, you're basically looking at buying one more game, um, or we have this service and play everything new as it comes out. I mean, uh, I can think of Battlefield Five Anthem, um, as Mass a couple Effect, of, Mass Effect, all the sports games. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's it's all subscription services, buddy. That's where we're headed. What do you make of that versus actual ownership of things? Yeah, sure. Fuck it. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah. To be honest, like £90 a year for the entire EA library, including anything that gets released from EA. I mean, obviously, we hate EA, but price point-wise, that's not too bad, because EA bring out a lot of fucking games. They do. Yeah. I mean, if you're a sports fan who picks up, like, FIFA and Madden every year, then you're there already. It's paid for, really, isn't it? You know, that's it. 
Uh, I'm, I'm guessing this includes all DLC and everything with that as well. I don't know about that. Don't know about that. Okay, so they're going to still get you for something. I would there. imagine okay. that that wouldn't be included, but I don't know for certain. If it did, then I'd be like, okay, yeah, I can see that. I mean, I don't play any EA games, but if I did, then yeah, I'd, I'd do it. But I don't know if it's a case, like, because obviously Battlefield is going to be there, you know. So that that's massive on PC, so they're going to pick that up on there. But then obviously you've got all your, uh, your DLC that you're going to have to buy on top of that. But then what happens is, like, you've bought the DLC separate, but then you don't want to pay for the subscription anymore. You're going to have to go and buy the actual game itself. Yeah. Which is proper shit. They'll get you in the end, but um, oh, of course they will. Yeah, but it's it's a good deal if you like EA games and play lots of them. Um, it's as simple as that, really. Uh, they haven't gone into like mega mega detail about uh, everything, how it's exactly going to work at this point. I mean, Xbox Game Pass, you just keep anything that you were a member for, um, so that's kind of fine. Um, uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it works. Yeah, out. We'll I think a lot of people will like really, it, but. Um, it just it sounds a lot of money when you say it like ninety pounds. It's more than Prime. Um, just seems that's true. Seems a little expensive, but it probably is. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. In relation to how much video games are, though, it's not too bad for what you're getting. Gibbons. Not condoning it or anything, but you know, meh, meh, meh. Take um, it or leave it. Uh. <sighs> few more bits from me. Uh, one, one's Pez-related. I don't know how many people who listen to this care about that, but I'll just run through it very quickly. Uh, Pez has added the Turkish Football League license, the Turkish Super League. Um, yes. That's, that's fine. Uh, that makes, I think, 10 new divisions this season fully licensed, including the Scottish and the Danish and the Swedish yeah, and, they and did, so on. They signed Rangers, didn't they? Rangers and Celtic that. as prime yeah. partners. They're apparently remapping uh, the Celtic Park oh, yeah, and Ibrox. I think you said that last week, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, well, they've got the Turkish yeah. Super League now, so you'll have Besiktas and Fenerbahce probably and Galatasaray. Yeah, it may well have been. <laughs> may well have been. Um... We finally got some information about my club. The video has been released. Um, demo for this game is going live on all con- all platforms, including PC, on the eighth of August. By the way, so that's uh, that's coming out in, in, in a week or so's time. Um, the headlines week. for my club are that it's going to be easier to get good players because uh, agents will be cheaper. Um, they'll also be doing agents for 25k who can sign three players. Uh, I think that they can just turn that into a, a bigger microtransaction, the whole gold coins thing. Um, Ooh, nice. Player stats will increase and decrease depending on real life performance. So if they play well, or if if uh, a player who's not known for scoring free kicks suddenly hammers in a free kick, then they might pick up the free kick attribute for that week on their player or, or for however long, uh, which is quite cool. I like that. Um, training will now let you teach players new skills and abilities. Uh, so if your keeper twats the ball really high from all his goal kicks, you can teach him the low goal kick so that he can oh, actually be of use nice. to you. Um, yeah. And you can also train players in other positions. So if you've got a player who's a second striker, you're playing a rigid formation where you play a left wing forward, then you can convert him, uh, apparently. So that's quite cool. Uh, Big fan about converting. You can get duplicate players now, meaning that all of the... Uh, well in theory you could make a team of Maradonas if you wanted to which is unfortunate um, I guess this will also mean um, multiple everything uh, apparently if you've got three of a player you can trade him in for another player of a similar 
quality or something like that. Uh, and there's going to be daily challenges and tournaments rather than weekly ones, so there'll be a lot more to do um, this year. That'll keep you coming back every day. I think so. Um, the biggest question that we Games have... as a service. Um, ...was regarding co-op <laughs> matchmaking. At the moment, if you want to play um, as a club team and it doesn't immediately find another club team to pair you with, then it pairs you with a My Club team, a.k.a. a Dream yes. Team, um, and vice versa. And that sucks balls, um, and we don't want that at all. I tweeted Konami earlier, asking for them yeah. to yeah, tell sure. me what the fuck was going on there, and I have not heard back yet, buddy. I don't think you will. Uh, probably not, although <laughs> I don't really know. I mean... You never know. You never know. They they do come back to some stuff, but it certainly seems unlikely. Uh, either way, I'm sure nothing will have changed there at all. So what can you say? Not a lot. Um, Not a lot. <laughs> so yeah, that's Pez. Uh, finally from me, buddy. Splinter Cell Blacklist and Double Agent are now backwards compatible on Xbox One. You know I like to highlight those. Those are two, two good games. Uh, one of them better than the other. Uh, and Call of Duty beta trailer shows tiny bit of footage of Blackout mode, which is Call of Duty's Battle Royale. Um, so this is Black Ops Battle Royale, featuring cars, bikes, bows and choppers, and blah, blah, blah. I don't really care. But um, yeah, there you go, buddy. Battle Royale, Call of Duty, beta access to pre-orders uh, next week. Um, All the best things. <sighs> fucking, you know. Uh, did we mention about fucking what's I'm call it last week? I don't think we did. Um, uh, Fallout seventy six fucking beta access, where if you pre-order it, you get a chance to get on the beta. <laughs> it's like <laughs> fuck me, <laughs> Jesus. This is where we're going now, huh? Givens. Cool. Yeah, I like it. This is what it's all yeah. about. I love it. Yep. Brilliant. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, so that's my news, buddy. Fair old chunk of it. Um, and I suppose it's probably therefore time for me to hand over to you for my favourite section, and I'm sure the listeners as well. Uh, and that is, of course, Ash's News Favourite Things of the Week. If you like news but hate information, you have found the right place. Ash's News Favourite Thing of the Week. Ah, cheers, buddy. few things this week. We're going to start off with something that's been an ongoing thing for quite a while. Stardew Valley, buddy. Yeah. Multiplayer has hit. It is live. On, um, consoles? Sure. I know all the facts. <laughs> I don't know. If it's updated to patch 1.3, then yes. If not, then no. Who knows, anyway. So, yeah, this is where you can play Stardew Valley with your friends, be it online or LAN. That makes me think that it's PC-based, but we'll see. Um, yeah, it's just PC for now, but uh, they're going to announce... Yeah, it the, will be coming. going to come to all others, including the Switch, in the not-too-distant ah, future. Yes, good on. Uh, so it supports up to four-player co-op, which is pretty cool, which it did in the beta. And, yeah, Stardew Valley. That game is good. Yeah. It's fun. Mm. Like it. What's next, you say? Let's go for this Ubisoft. Classic Ubisoft here. They suspend 1,300 Rainbow Six Siege cheaters in a week. How many cheatings rife on this game? Yeah, I I don't really know much about it, considering there's a game that I own. Um, 
I don't know how you cheat on that game, really. But Probably on all, PC yeah, with aimbots and, and all kinds of fuckeries because you know PC's the best for gaming, buddy. Yeah, Master gibbons. Race and all with all the cheaty cunts. Makes sense. But yeah, they were also um, uh, putting out loads of bands for like toxic chat and stuff like that. So there was a thing. Um, I think there was like a meme or, or something I saw the other day uh, where someone like asked, uh, "Oh, what's the name of that uh, country in uh, Africa beginning with N?" I saw this. Yeah, they were baiting someone, uh, enemies yeah. into typing. Yeah, Nigeria. Yeah, and then they get or the kicked other one. Yeah, and banned. Happened. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. Great group of guys there. Definitely, yeah, yeah pretty yeah. good. PlayStation news, buddy. Oh, you heard about that? Uh, something about eighty-two point two million units now are out there. That's a lot. Console gaming's dead. You know that. But differently, the PlayStation Plus subscription dropped by three hundred thousand between March and June. Yeah, I, I saw these stats and. Um, I think it's up above 35 million. Uh, yeah, they're PS still plus. all right, I'd say. But someone did someone did break that down because when you think about it, like 300,000, they've got 35 million, like who fucking cares? But yeah, that, actually, but, with the increase in, in the cost, that's like substantial revenue, isn't it? Yeah, that's big monies. I think it's like 14 million pounds. Fucked it. Across, like, that's quite a lot of money. <laughs> like, I yeah. suppose that if you're Sony, maybe that isn't a lot of money. Um, possibly not. I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. They don't care. They're okay. like, chump change. Who Give cares? <laughs> Finally this week, buddy. Not a lot from me, as always. Um, No Man's Sky. That game that you played last week, and I haven't played this week. Nor uh, have I. Even though I said I was going to. Um, it's fucking back on Steam as, like, one of the most played games at the moment. Lots of YouTubers yeah. making series of it. Um yeah. They're they're fucking absolutely smashing it now. Apparently, because that game makes sense when you've got someone to play it with. Really, oh, it does. I just thought that. Yeah. You know? So yeah, I mean, it could be turning around for them. It mm. could be. It could be. Uh, I I certainly do want to play more of it. I just haven't at this point. I've been getting on with like seven other things. So, um, but yeah, no, fair enough. I mean, with and as as we said before, buddy, with the sort of the launch of the Xbox version, that's kind of um, yeah helped paper over the cracks a little bit and make people. It really kind has, isn't it? It's like a a new launch. Ah, oh, it's a new game. Yeah, oh, look at that new game. Yeah, um, yeah. It says like uh, at the peak of a twenty four hour period. Uh, on Steam, it was eighty-four thousand players. That's quite quite a lot. It's quite a lot, uh, especially for No Man's Sky. Yeah, very much so. So there you go, buddy. There's a few bits this week. There's, I struggled this week to find anything really. That's cool, buddy. As is tradition. I made in up the for summer. it by waffling on for like half an hour. So uh, fucking nailed it, buddy. You're welcome. You got this. Well, thank you very much, buddy. That was your news. Before that, of course, was my news, uh, and that, ladies and gentlemen, was the news. And now it's time for Out This Week. Let's take a look at some games coming out this week. Probably filled with microtransactions, loot crazy pay to win mechanics. Because fuck you all. It's fuck you all. 
shit. Loving the jingle, by the way. You're a fan? I got a message from a uh, friend of the podcast, like Mark, saying uh, loving the new uh, Out This Week jingle, telling it like it fucking is. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad. It'll it just say. makes sense. It's just all true, you know? If you didn't know about yeah. it already, then uh, it just explains it quite succinctly. So uh, <laughs> so you're away. Um, out this week, uh, we've got a few games coming out this week, but we've also got the uh, Games for Gold lineup uh, and the PS Plus lineup. Trade in uh, those Games for Gold. Games for Gold. Put your gold in an envelope and get games when we receive Yeah, send it gold. to us yep. here at the JFG podcast, yep. uh, and we'll send you some games. We'll send it. Send us some gold. Send it over. Fucking do it, you, you bastards. Um, so Xbox, buddy, uh, a, a solid lineup from both parties this month. Excellent games for gold lineup of uh, Forza Horizon 2 and For Honor for the Xbox One. And uh, the, the 360 and backwards compatibility games, they are Dead Space 3 and Epic Mickey 2. What do you think? Yeah, man. Uh, the Xbox One lineup, Horizon 2, we would definitely already have that game, so fair dues. But for who hasn't got it? That's good news for them. Uh, and for Honor, we definitely would not have bought that game and probably won't play it even if it was free. But it's nice to have it just in case. That's true. Uh, but that... good titles. That's what I should have said. Yeah. Really good titles, I think. I think you're starting to see... That's the kind see... of stuff that you want to see every month. You're starting to see a situation where a lot of these... When you finally end up with a AAA title in the uh, subscription services, they tend to kind of... I suppose quite sensibly coincide it with some event that's happening in that game. So, oh uh, yes, in the same breath as this being announced as PS Plus for Honor, they also um, there was a story today about them celebrating the seventh season. I don't know quite how their seasons work. Sure, new DLC and so on and so forth. So, so yeah, a- in a way, it's good for them to get it out there. So. You know, they can pump loads of ads through their game for people to buy extra content. Yeah, maybe Love make it. some DLC money. It's not like anyone was buying that anyway. No, at not this at this point. Stage. So, um, yeah. yeah, no, fair enough. Uh, Forza Horizon 2. Uh, as you said, like uh, we would own that already because we love uh, arcade races. Um, yeah, big fan. But it's it's a quality game. They're both quality games. Even for Honor, I didn't. I, I bounced off it, but it, I, I could tell it was a good game. Like, uh, I had a good system. session on it. Yeah, it's it's one of the games where you know you can fuck about with it and feel okay, but then if you really really want to get into it, then yeah, you're gonna have to chuck in some hours and learn some combat. Give but us. yeah, it, it could be fun. Uh, Dead Space 3, uh, we actually started a playthrough of uh, on our old YouTube old, channel yeah. ages old, ago. Old YouTube uh, channel, it yeah. wasn't amazing, but it was quite fun. We were working our way through, and it had, had co-op, which was kind of important to us at the time. Yes, it uh, was. Uh, but it's, yeah, it seems very cool. It's already been, uh, always been highly rated, that game. So, yeah, definitely. Good, and then Epic Mickey, for the old Mickey 2. Um yeah, you know, it's a it's a kids game, it's a puzzler platformer, painting game. Um it's fine. So, yeah, all in all, not bad, not bad at all. Going over to Sony's not bad. camp. Uh, Sony camp. We've yep. got the PS Plus games for August. Uh, this was announced just today, just in time. Thank you very much. Uh and the the highlight is Mafia 3 uh, is coming to um PS Plus in August, which is a game that I will definitely play, um, probably all the way through. I'd forgotten it existed. Not just 95% and then stop. That could happen as well, but I'd certainly put could the happen. hours in. Um, 
And then we've also got Dead by Daylight, which is uh, a multi-player. One, yeah. 1v4? Uh, that's right. It's could be like one for a- game night. I'm I'm putting it out there. Yeah, game it could that. well be. It's like a sort of Halloween game where you've got the the enemy and then four people trying to complete some tasks, like get generators up and running that sort of thing uh, to escape before they're killed and picked off. Yeah, by. it's it, it's a horror film in in game form. It's like evolve in reverse in that the yes. four are, are, are the hunted rather than the hunters. Um, Indeed, uh, and by all intents and purposes, sounds like quite a good bit of fun and could actually be an excellent title for ps plus so um it's been a while since the two ps4 games have been of any interest to me like both of them uh and that is the case this month that's pretty cool um mafia 3 do you think you'll play that as well i think so i'll definitely load it up and give it a go like uh, i was quite excited by like the trailer and everything it it looked like it could be quite an interesting game uh, when it came out and then obviously it came out so yeah, it, it reviewed all right. I think it just came out at a time when there was a lot of other stuff on the horizon as well. So yeah, um, exactly. I genuinely forgot about it. I, I forgot it was even there. Um, I, I think that probably <laughs> means that it hasn't gone into any sort of meaningful sale for some time. Because normally we'd yeah. notice. Um, we tend to scour those sales for bargains. So uh, I, I'm looking forward to playing that. Uh, that's going to be quite cool. And um, yeah, it might take my La Noir fix a little bit because it's kind of uh, that sort of era, isn't it? Um, yeah, be interesting. Gibbons. So yeah, that's that. Uh, you've also got uh, Bound by Flame on PS3, um, and Serious Sam 3 BFE as well. Vita owners have got Draw Slasher uh, and Warhammer 40,000 Classic Space Hulk uh, as well. Um, Arr, Space Hulk. Then you got the uh, additions of a free VR game uh, this month. Uh, Here they lie. Virtual reality horror experience. Looks nice. Like it. Lovely. Uh, and Friendly. They're also peddling one of these PlayLink games again. Uh, some yes, sort of trivia Playlink. multiplayer thing called Knowledge is Power. Get in. Yeah. So there Love you go. Love that shit. Yeah. So um, I think that's pretty solid as well. I think both camps have, have kind of done well there, to be honest. Uh, obviously, the, the PS3 and below stuff is a bit of a write-off at this point, but uh, yeah, Mafia and uh, Dead by Daylight, and then Forza Horizon Two and For Honor. I, I think that most people would consider those reasonable. I definitely do. Gibbons. Uh, so now for your proper games that are actually coming out for money that you can buy this week, uh, and we get the ball rolling, buddy. With Overcooked 2, and I immediately woo! asked the question, is this something that you're going to pick up straight away? Yeah, woo! <laughs> I d- maybe on the Switch. I don't know about the PS4, but definitely on the Switch. Because your your family are well into this, aren't they? The, the- ah, fucking the missus loves it. She's reset the, uh, like, re- started redoing the campaign again from scratch. That's how much she loves it. It's Does crazy. She- is she aware of this uh, sequel yet? Yeah, as soon as I said it, she was like, why haven't you got it already? I'm like, it's it's not out till August. And then like the other week, my son came home and he was like, oh, Overcooked 2's out. I'm like, no, no, it's, why? Why would you say that? Why do why your are family you continue my... to quiz you on gaming facts? That's I, like, I know. One of the few things we know is <laughs> this video it's like, No, it's not out yet. Trust me. No, no, seriously, Dad, it is. It's out now. My mate's <laughs> playing it. I'm like, 
Your mate's a dickhead. Your mate's a liar and you can no longer hang out with him. <laughs> yeah. Disown him right now. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, yeah, Overcooked 2. I'll, I'll definitely be getting that. Yeah, um, it looks it looks more of the same but with more ridiculous uh, kind of... Yeah, um, ridiculous. Levolution. I'm going to go with just to, to completely undermine dice by stealing one of their battlefield words to describe a cooking game for the yeah, family. Yeah, I feel like that's where it's just yeah. <laughs> that's about where it belongs. Yeah, so, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Uh, we've also got uh, Dead Cells, which is a long overdue um, game coming to PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Um, this is a roguelike 2D side scroller. So that's fine if you like that sort of thing. Um, uh, which I don't, neither do you. We'll move on. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Akami HD is coming to Switch. Uh, this is obviously a remaster, but it's been out on various other Nintendo platforms. This looks fantastic, frankly. Um, and probably something you, you might want to take a look at, maybe purchase and then back up to your Switch, buddy. Uh, it's fantastic looking cartoon RPG. Uh, finally coming to was essentially the best console for it. There are a lot of uh, kind of very obvious mechanics in this game that will work perfectly on the Switch, sort of touchscreen mechanics and painting and, and, and so on, mixed with this sort of Spyro-esque kind of 3D platformer. Um, for a game that's quite old, it looks pretty nice. I think it's going to really pop on that Switch screen. Um, not not going to lie, I'm watching a video and I'm freaking the fuck out. I don't know what's going on. I see a dog. <laughs> it's uh, it's a bit weird, but it, it looks cool. Uh, it's, it's definitely one to pick up, I think. Um, and you can see from sort of reviews of it on previous platforms that uh, it's uh, a bit of a masterpiece. So that's really cool. Yeah, but uh, is it going to be one of those games where it's a masterpiece as in like, you know, Cannes film? I don't think so. I think it's it, it, it'll be a little sort of uh, a, a little non-Western in places, but for the most part, it, it looked like a sort of just lots of different surprises. You know, in, in the same way that Mario is very quirky, I think that there's a lot of quirk here as well. Uh, you got sort of three D sections, two D sections, uh, all sorts of little puzzles and mini games and stuff. Um, just looks like a cool package. Maybe worth a look if you're a Switch owner. Nice. Gibbons. Uh, we've also got Monster Hunter World finally coming to PC this week. Ooh, JJ will probably be picking that bad boy up. I'd imagine so, with his 2K rig, yeah. He'd probably be uh, really looking forward to playing that at a, a legitimate frame rate, I would imagine. So, <laughs> yeah, because on PS4 it does not run well. Chugs like a motherfucker, so yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, also, Madden NFL 19, something you can pick up if you're an EA Origin Access Premier member on PC. Ooh. Um, so there, yeah, NFL is NFL, uh, and finally the release of We Happy Few official release uh, PS4, Xbox what? One, and PC. Really, been a very long time since I've been desperate to read the reviews of a video game, buddy. But I have yeah, to say, it's going to be interesting. I really want to know what the fuck is this game nowadays. I don't. No one seems to really no know exactly knows. what's going on. Yeah, um, it came cool. out in early access and was a completely bare bones survival game that had no bearing on the original trailers that kind of were used to promote it at E3s of past. Um, so yeah, interested to see exactly what this game is at this point. Um, and I'd imagine we'll have something to say about that next time round, buddy. Gibbons freaking me out that it says August there. I know. How's this happened? I don't know. 
Crazy. Anyway, yeah, fucking hell. Flying by. Gibbons. Shit the bed. Well, anyway, uh, that's all of my bits and bobs from there, buddy. So that was out this week. And now it's time for Fuckwit Corner. Fuckwit Corner with Funk. Fuckwit Corner with Funk. He's getting some questions. Has he got any questions, buddy? He has got a question, buddy, and uh, we're trying to keep things a little bit short this evening, so I think we're going to end on this, actually, um, because it's a very good question. I think it's going to keep us going for a while. Uh, Funk says this. I'm just going to give a one-word answer now. (laughs) Lovely. (laughs) Funk says, Is this the worst summer drought in recent memory? And has there there been any Dead Island Syndrome game? We all no. seem to be playing games that have been out for God knows how long. True. I mean, I, <laughs> I'm not playing anything new. Nor I can't, what's the latest game that we actually bought apart from things that have been in the sale? Um, what's the newest game? I'm just bringing out the 2018 release schedule. I'll start in, well, now. And I'll, now, work, I'll yeah, work my way back. back. So I'm going back yeah. through July. Yeah, did we buy anything um, in July? I mean, the question isn't isn't just whether we bought anything; it's whether it actually came out then or not. You know, we've been we've dipped into a lot of sales. Um, July, no, nothing, nothing in July. June, June. Um, we almost pulled the trigger on the crew too, but then didn't because it wasn't good enough. <laughs> um, I mean, if we're talking Switch games, then yeah, you've been having your Phil Mario Tennis Aces came out in June. Um, That's true. But that wasn't something that I picked up. Uh, I picked up Unravel 2 in June, so that was the last thing that I played that was a new game. I, I haven't played that yet. It's really good, that. Really enjoyed that. Uh, in terms of a, a big game that we will like, play together, though, uh, I'm back into May. Um... <laughs> Nope. State of Decay 2 was, I suppose, that would have been a big that one. That would have been a summer, big one, yeah. They fucked that. Um, <laughs> then you got Tro- Tropical Freeze came to Switch. But again, that's not something we played together. No. Into no. April. God of War. It's God of War. 20th of April. That's fucking bad. So That's a bad year for games. It's not great, is it? I mean... <laughs> I've been thinking about, like, game of the year. Obviously, it's not coming out for a long time, and there's still loads of games coming out, like big ones. Uh, obviously, Red Dead 2 and stuff. But I was like, what the fuck has actually come out this year? Like, seriously. Like, all I could think of was God of War and Monster Hunter World. And that was it. Yeah, I mean, there hasn't been... I mean, <laughs> you've only been playing one game for the whole year, so that would make life but, more difficult for you as well. But there haven't obviously, been... Obviously, yeah, but I can't... That, that, but normally, like, I'd still pick up games and fucking play them. Like, you, I love buying games. <laughs> That's true. 
I don't really know. I'm just I'm just firing it's, up. Um, it's a tough one. Wiki articles for the last like four years, just so I can scroll mm. down to their summers and see what came out in comparison. Yeah, um, I guess so. it's probably a good way of doing it. Um, as for Dead Island Syndrome games, so far, No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky is a is a real candidate because of that Xbox launch. I don't like it. It's a loophole I'm not fond of. But I know. I think I know. it serves to say what a poor sort of run of games it's been. Yeah, man, there's not been anything people... massive come out. Um, no, it, it's just been very. I mean, we've still got August before. I mean, I, yeah, I think, before it really kicks in. Um, I mean, I can't even. I suppose Shadow of the Tomb Raider comes out on the 14th of September, um, and that probably spells the end of the drought. After that, you've got. Um, that could be a good shout, actually. You got Spyro, uh, FIFA, Life is Strange two, and then we kick in with Forza Horizon four, uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey into yeah, October. Yeah, they will come out. Don't um, they? Uh, so Tomb Raider could do it. That's you know? late for me. I think that's the start of golden release time, September fourteenth. So we're not we're not calling Tomb Raider as in in the it can't be included in. I don't think so. I think that's too late. I mean, yeah, September's fucking. That's long gone, isn't it? Mid-September. Um, I think that the, the Dead Island game has to come out June, July, August. I think that's got, that's probably how... That's where I see the drought, personally. Well, yeah, there we go. Dead Island was released on the 6th of September, 2011. Okay. Buddy. So, so, therefore, that was that is the last week. So, technically, yeah, the 14th cannot be included yeah, we use that as the end of things. Um, yeah, exactly. And then I suppose it's probably between E3 and then, isn't it? So the sort of 12th yeah. of June through to the yeah, sort yeah, of yeah, through to the 6th, 4th through. of September, something around there. Yeah, man. I mean, I nothing. fucking nothing. <laughs> oh, God. That strange, I mean, that, that strange Brigade on the 28th of August, but that's not going to blow up. That's not going to be, like, massive in the way that, like, Dead Island was, where it was sold out everywhere. Um I can't. I'm looking at this year, and I can't see anything. Uh, no Man's Sky basically is the only thing that probably ticks all of those boxes, really. Yeah, it's crazy, but it's true. It's, yeah, I don't know. It, it, uh, Funk's not going to like that, buddy. You know what he's like. He's a no, I, for things I, like I agree. This. But uh, I'm looking at. I mean, yeah, like other. <laughs> I'm looking at uh, last year's summer, and it was propped up by quite a few sort of bigger games uh, Sonic Mania which everyone was kind of hot for uh, Ark came out um, is, last right, August I'm on GameSpot at the moment Spider-Man is apparently the 7th of September I suppose it could be that then but again the, the, the whole point of Dead Island Syndrome was a game that we kind of thought would be shit, almost like a B game. Like a yeah, I know. And then suddenly, because there's been no games out, everyone fucking buys it. Spider-Man's a big budget, hotly it's anticipated. Big budget. It's exactly. one of the four games Sony focused on in their presser. So I don't think you can have it. I don't think no, you can. No. Um, yeah, last last year you had uh, Ark come out um, in August. Uh, F1 came out uh, in, in August. Um, Sonic Mania... Uh, City Skylines came to consoles, Agents of Mayhem. I mean, these weren't all successes, but they were big games to look forward to, you know? Yeah, um, I know what you're saying. Pyre came out, Overcooked came out in July last year, along with Splatoon 2 uh, on the Switch. 
Um, there was more than enough stuff last summer. 2016, I'm looking at now. Um, Pokemon Go. Um, <laughs> Inside. Uh, this is all stuff that came out in, in the sort of the drought that we're in at the moment. Um, Fallout Shelter. Uh, Adrift. Monster Hunter Generations. Uh, what else have we got? I think that's probably about it. So it wasn't it wasn't great, but the oh, Abzu, Stardew Valley. Maybe it's We Happy Few. Oh, it could be. It actually could be if if that came out and it was all right. It um, might be that game that everyone just fucking gets on board with. It, answering the first part of the question first, uh, yes, it's the worst summer drought in recent memory. I mean, I it, I can't remember. Ridiculous. Since since I was old enough to um, earn my own money and buy video games with it, I can't remember a summer where literally nothing came out that I wanted. I mean, I've I've spent a combined thirty quid on video games over the last four months. Uh, it's crazy, isn't it? Two of them were three sixty games. One of them was a you know a faux indie title in Unravel um, and a poker game and a poker game exactly. So <laughs> yeah, that tells that tells the tale. Um, it's got to be the worst. Uh, and the Dead Island game, I suppose we happy few it could be. Norman Sky is blatantly the answer. It is Norman Sky. The way that they've relaunched. No one was excited and anticipating that thing until they released a trailer for it the week before it came out. Yeah. And obviously now, like, you know, well, I, I reported on, like, how that's, like, smashing the Steam charts and stuff. Now, exactly. So. That's the one. Yeah, sadly, I think it's going to be Norman Sky, but you know we could be wrong. There's still another month or so to go before the the uh, summer drought's over. Yeah, we've got a month um, for a craze. I think the uh, the free to play games have kind of meant that maybe people are kind of a little bit happier. Yeah, that's true. The fact that Fortnite's massive and uh, PUBG's really massive, true, and yeah, true. Um, maybe that's had some bearing on uh, the lack of a frenzy over a specific title. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. I think we're going to have to go with that, buddy. Gibbons, me. So I think that'll about do us, buddy, for episode 174. It's the uh, early hour of uh, 8.38. I'm looking out the window. It's still light outside. And that means, beautiful. That means some nice. gaming. That means some gaming time. Yeah, some games on. It's exciting. We wouldn't normally have started by now. It's fucking cool. Yeah, it is. Sorry, I was reading stuff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. Um, you know what I do? I can't do more than one thing at once. No. No, uh, yes. No, yes. Um, I don't yes, need no. to re- recite all of say the places. You, you don't have to say, we just got to say, see you later, so have f- a good one. Fuck you. Um, no, thank you. Sorry. Tricky. Close enough. Get mixed up, those two. Ah, yeah. Put you in I hot mean, water. Um I don't know what we're going to play now, buddy. The world's our mollusk in many ways. We'll load up and see where it takes us. Gibbons. We'll some chili first, though, because I'm a bit hungry. Sounds like a plan. I'll have another oh, yeah. beer, I think. That'll top me I'll up. T- I definitely will be doing that. Gibbons, well, in that case, I'll meet you on the console, buddy. We'll say goodbye to these lovely people. Thanks so much for listening, buddies. Uh, we will catch you next week. Gibbons, buddy. Uh, until then, I've been Alex. He has been Ash. Goodbye. Farewell. You've been listening to the JFG Podcast with Ash and me, Alex. 
You can find us at www.thejfgpodcast.co.uk, where you'll also find our Discord and Street Beat if you want to get involved with the show. Our Facebook is forward slash the JFG Podcast, and our Twitter handle is at the JFG Podcast. We're on all those video streaming sites too, buddies, from ChewTube to twitch.tv forward slash the JFG Podcast to mixer.com, aka beam.fuckingpro. We've got a PS4 community you can join. Just search the JFG Podcast on there. And we're also on Google Plus if that is how you choose to live your life. Thanks so much for listening, buddies. We'll catch you next time. Bye.